irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to On Air with Russell of Hotels, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality (laughs) professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship-building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats, Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond. Hello, and thank you for joining On Air with Russell Hotel's live radio show. Thank you so much for joining. I do appreciate, and I do not take it lightly. Definitely don't take you listening in or tuning in, or I'm just making sure I have my thing off. So I just, I definitely don't take it for granted, right? So I thank you so much for, for joining On Air with Russell Hotels, show number 73. Who would have thought we get to 73? Who would have thought we got to one? But we did, right? So it's a blessing that we're even here. So thank you very much again for everyone that um, that supports the show, uh, new people, old people, whatever. Um, so thank you so much. Hope you had a great Labor Day weekend. Mine was relaxing, didn't do much. Um, end up barbecuing a couple things, just maybe some dogs and some fish. No burgers, right? Just hot dogs and some fish. You know, I got finicky kids. I mean, they sometimes they eat stuff and sometimes you cook a bunch of things and they don't. My glass is crooked. Sometimes they cook, they eat things that you cook and sometimes they don't. So guess what? I don't cook a lot anymore, right? Because I don't eat, you know, the same things they eat. I did have grill me some, um, Veggie dogs, though, right? So, you know, I got my hot dog on with my grill. You can grill those just like you can grill regular hot dogs. So I, I can't think of the brand that I use, but um, definitely did that and definitely got my grub on, if that makes sense to you guys. I mean, I, I ate ate pretty good, the hot dog. Okay. So, um, but thank you. I've said it like 10 times already. But Labor Day weekend was good. Hope yours was good as well. Hey, my apologies for last week's uh, technical uh, difficulties that we had with getting the, the Facebook live stream going. I do apologize for that. But hey, the show still went on, right? Without a hitch. We still had to do what we had to do, right? It was just more on the the audio and less. You couldn't see me, right? But I did, you know, I did look good last week, just so you know, just like I look good today. (laughs) Hey, we're sponsored. Uh, We have a partnership and sponsorship with Origin Hotel. They have three locations. Actually, about to have four. But um, Colorado, they have two in the area in Colorado. Lexington, Kentucky, and Raleigh, North Carolina. And if you go and book direct, you can type in um, the promo code ROH, which stands for what? Russell of Hotels, and get 10 to 25% off just because, okay? So that's what Russell of Hotels is about, okay? So if, if I get a sponsorship, it benefits, you know, the people that listen, it benefits the people that travel, it benefits the guests. It, that's what it's all about with me. I mean, as a hotelier, uh, when I worked on property, everything you do is about the guests because guess what? The best, the guests pay your salary, just in case you didn't know that hotel people. And so the more people you have staying, the better off you're going to be, right? So when we have the guests to come into our hotels, into our establishments, we need to take care of them. It's the guest who takes care of our salary. That's one thing I learned early on with Marriott is that, 
you know, we don't pay your salary. The guest pays the salary. So not saying that the guest is always right, but guess what? They are always the guest. Like that? Okay. Anyway. So anyway, like I said, it's uh, show number 73 sponsored by Origin Hotels. I mean, they're going to be behind me forever. I'm not forever, but at least the duration of the show. So you'll see them on my Zoom backdrop. And if you're interested in having, you know, your hotel or your company, a Zoom backdrop, hit me up. And I'll get to my contact information a little later. But industry news, Marriott laying off another 675 employees in their corporate office uh, or 17% of whatever their their workforce is within their Bethesda, Maryland um, campus. And I believe that's a, it, a, it accounts for like 17% because I think they have about 4,000 people that work there. So, I mean, although we're thinking things are are, you know, getting back to mm, some normalcy, or at least we're, you know, maybe some hotels are opening up, people are traveling a little more, but that doesn't mean that, you know, hotels are still able to go back to full capacity with their, um, you know, especially in a corporate office. So I think a lot of times we, when we go through things like this, uh, I think we realize how fat our, maybe our company had been, and we need to, you know, keep some stuff trimmed out, so to speak. So that way we don't incur more debt or anything like that. So I think this is a way for companies to, you know, maybe not bring some of the people back. Maybe they don't need those people or just because of what's going on, they recognize that, hmm, hey, we can do without those people. Maybe we don't need to bring them back. I mean, that's the that's the reality of it. Regardless how we look at it and how you think about it, that's what corporations are there to do. Corporations are there to make money. They're not there to lose money, right? So if they can come up with a different way of doing it, they're going to do it. So there you go. But that's unfortunate uh, that more people are losing their jobs. But I just want to, my job is to bring the facts to you, right? Russell Hotels, his job is just to bring the information to you. You take it and do whatever you want to do with the information, but don't shoot the messenger. That's just stuff that that's that's going on in, in our industry, which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. Uh, like I said, sponsorship, first ever Russell of Hotels rate. That's the Origin Hotel. Um, book Direct. Go originhotel.com. And uh, like I said, once you get to the reservation part, you select your dates and things like that, your room type. It asks for a promo code. Click on the promo code, type in ROH, and it's automatically going to give you 10 to 25% off of the, we call it the, the bar rate, best available rate, B-A-R. You know, it used to be called the rack rate back in the day, right? The back, The rack rate was like the, Right. Actually, that was the highest rate. That wasn't the best available rate. But then you have, you know, triple A, AARP, uh, you have all these different rates. But guess what? The the ROH rate is lower than all those. There you go. Hey, going to Santa Barbara, hey, you know, someone called me. I'm going off on a tangent now. Someone, they didn't call me, but this is on, um, <clears throat> after I posted, I posted something about Origin Hotels last week on social media. It may have been Facebook. And someone, you know, chimed in and said, hey, I'm going to Santa Barbara um, over the weekend. Do you know, basically asking me how to get a good deal. I'm like, first of all, I don't go to Santa Barbara on the weekend uh, over a holiday weekend, over Labor Day. <laughs> That'd be the first one, right? But what I said was, I mean, Santa Barbara is a major destination in Southern California, right? It's like two hours from, from L.A. So it's a major destination and just throw in COVID and all that stuff. Where hotels, especially in, in destinations like that, they're trying to recoup some money. Although you're never going to recoup what you lost, but you're not going to lose any more, right? So if, if the prices were probably two or three times what they normally are, I would not be surprised because the demand, people have all this uh, pent up demand as far as I want to travel, I want to do this. So guess what? They're going to go to places like Santa Barbara, San Diego. And guess what is Santa Barbara and San Diego, San Diego going to do, at least the hotels? They're going to up their prices, right? So, I mean, it's all called supply and demand. There's only so many hotels that are in Santa Barbara, and the demand is great, especially on a Labor Day weekend. Um, regardless of what's going on, Labor Day weekend is going to be busy. So they're going to up their prices two, three times what they normally are. So my suggestion for this young lady that asked me was, I said, I wouldn't go to Santa Barbara. I would go maybe outside of Santa Barbara. Oxnard is a good option. Or maybe you go further past Santa Barbara, Solvang. I mentioned that too. Well, the hotels are better in Santa Barbara. We know that, but they're better and they're pricier. So why not go 20, 30 minutes away 
you know, you can still go to Santa Barbara during the day, but sleep in another place. That's what I would do. Or um, if you have time, don't do it on the weekend where everyone else is going. Why don't you do it during the week? Go to Santa Barbara during the week. I guarantee you, if you went this week, like say Tuesday through Thursday, Tuesday through Friday, I bet those rates would probably be half what they are on the weekends. So, I mean, there's ways to do it. And overbooked it. Um, because if you ever want to cancel or make changes, anything like that, it's going to be hard to do it because you have to go back through that site. So everything you do, you have to go back through that third-party site. But if you were to book direct, you know, you can do everything with the hotel. So that is always my suggestion is to book direct, regardless of where you book, book direct. Okay. So that's my kick on Santa Barbara. JW Marriott, Anaheim is open. Did you guys know that brand new hotel in Anaheim, JW Marriott opened up last month? Um, not sure how they're doing. I have to find out about that, but they did open brand new hotel. I just was checking them out online a little while ago. Nice looking hotel. And I think they probably did okay. Probably the last weekend, this last weekend, Labor Day weekend. I hear a lot of hotels did well, as long as you had air conditioning. I'm not, I'm not sure if you guys know, but there's a heat wave that came through LA um, over 105, 110 degrees in some areas. The valley, I think, was probably 110 or plus. Um, I don't know because I wasn't in the valley. I was at home with my fan going. I don't. We don't have AC in the house. Like a lot of hotels, I mean hotels, a lot of houses in LA, unless you put them, unless you install them once you bought your house, we never installed one because there's only a handful of days that you really need AC in LA. And I don't live too far from the beach. Not saying this is a beach community. Don't get it twisted. But we get this breeze every after, late afternoon, four or five o'clock. You get this ocean breeze where it cools off pretty, pretty well. So you don't have, you don't need to have air conditioning. It's just during the day you have a fan going. Um, but like right now, it is kind of warm right now. My door is open, but and in fact, I feel a little sweat coming on. But, um, but a lot of people are utilizing hotels to beat the heat, right? So. Why haven't I seen any, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a um, digital marketing guy, marketing guy, straight marketing, digital marketing, any kind of marketing, right? So I haven't seen any beat the heat, you know, advertisings and things like that. I mean, this is an opportunity, especially we know when it's going to get hot, right? The weather person tells us it's going to be hot this weekend. Um, sometimes we need to put that information out. So if you're not selling out, you need to make sure you put messages out there so you do sell out. Beat the heat. You know, you don't have AC in your home in your in your home. Come to our hotel. Our hotel is cool. You know, what whatever it is, cool meaning cool in temperature, not necessarily cool because hey, this is the place to be. Well, it could be both of those, right? I mean, you can play on both of those. Play on that word of cool. That's what I would do, right? So you gotta take advantage where the where the where the opportunities present themselves. You just have to. Uh, and from the marketing standpoint, tells I'm doing a lot of marketing anyway. So you got to pick and choose which areas or where you want to do that. I don't mm -hmm. know if it's hot as well, but heck, I would be doing it if it's during the week. You know, people, some people aren't working. Some people can do things during the week. Why not, uh, you know, why not send things to them as well? So we have, we get all these ever uh, advertising, email addresses, names, everything. That when anybody checks in, we get all the information. Why don't we utilize the information? But if you are, congratulations, you're ahead of the curve because I guarantee you, most hotels do not utilize the resources that they have. They do not. Most hotels, most tourism boards, the CVBs, DMOs, XYZs, one, two, threes, whatever you want to call them, they don't utilize it to their fullest and, and they should. Um, so yeah, so when there's a heat wave coming, we need to make sure that we're putting that out, that we're, you know, we have cool rooms. Come check us out. Um, and if is your hotel open? I, you know, I've been on this kick for, I don't know, for a while. We need to know that your hotel is open. You know, it, did you go back to work? Okay, so there's two things here, right? We want to create some FOMO. We didn't, Do we remember what FOMO is? Fear of missing out. That's FOMO, right? People live with FOMO, right? So social media is, it creates FOMO. So you put things on social media and that's how people, oh, shoot, Russell was there? Okay, well, you know, I'm going to go there next week. Okay, Russell's in Santa Barbara? Okay, I'm going. Russell was at Anaheim? 
I'm going there because I create where it's the best place to be. You know, where I am is the best best place to be, right? So I'm just saying that, right? But you have to, you know, show things, show the room, show the pool, show people, right? So for those um, hoteliers that are out there, um, that if you're open, take pictures and post it. You need to know that's part of marketing. That's part of putting your brand out there. I mean, it just kills me how we have all these opportunities to do things and we don't take advantage of them. And if you don't want to do them, Russell Hotels, Russell Hotels will do them. You know, it ain't going to be for free, but Russell Hotels will, will, will do that for you. I mean, that's what Russell does, right? He's a hotel, he's a marketing dude, marketing guru. That's what he does. So, you know, call on and, and ask questions how I would do this, how I would do that. Um, did you know that social media usage is up nearly seven minutes over 2019 during the same period of time? Okay. So just, just think about it like this. Everyone, last year, 2019, was looking at, they were on whatever social media pages, seven minutes less, okay? Now they're on seven minutes more, meaning there's more people that are there. The average person is on there more, seven minutes more than they were, okay? So what, what does that mean? What does that mean for someone that has a brand? That means you need to put your brand out there because people are spending seven minutes more online or on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. So what would you do? What would I do if I saw the information? Shoot, I'd be all over social media with, with promos and things like that. And guess, and ask the origin, do they get a lot of play from stuff that I do? Oh yeah. I mean, I put origin hotel out there out front. I didn't need to see this. I didn't need to see the seven minutes over. I, this was just news to me today. I didn't need to see that. All I need to see is that their competition is not doing anything, right? So you always have to look at what is your competition doing? Are they not doing something? Well, then I need to do that. Okay, are they not posting things during this time? Well, we need to do that. I mean, we need sensitive and, and all that to certain times because everyone's not traveling, everyone's not open or however you want to put it. But bottom line, hotels or companies are not in, in this to lose money regardless of what's going on. And at the end of the day, at the end of this COVID thing, they're, they're going to look for, a ROI, a return on an investment. So just remember that. Okay. Just, I mean, you look at from all the layoffs that are going on, all layoffs didn't, did they have to happen? Yeah, they do because people want to, companies want to save money. Right. So, but our, what are we doing to, to make money? Be using this seven minutes um, to come up with a marketing strategy moving forward. That's what I'll be doing. So just a little bit. In fact, I have five methods that travel brands can take to engage audiences. And that's going to be the topic for today. Seven, I'm sorry, five methods travel brands can take to re-engage audiences. So make sure you listen to that. That's going to be at the end of the show. Nami Eats. We all know about the Nami Eats, right? I have to wipe my brow. It's getting kind of warm and toasty in here. But anyway, uh, Satan Tacos last week. Uh, Satan, not Satan, Satan tacos last week. Today, maybe some mixed mushroom tacos. I don't know yet, but doesn't that sound good? Mushroom tacos, you mix it with the uh, little olive oil, throw some taco seasonings in there, or lorries or peppers or whatever you want to do. That's what I do. That's what I do. So it's, it's going to be good. Whatever it is, it's going to be good. And it's going to be non-meat eats because you guys know that I'm all about the non-meat eats. You know, when I put a pocket square in, it, it tends to go down. Can somebody tell me how to keep it from going down? I didn't put a piece of paper in there to keep it. And I, I, and I look at myself and I find myself messing with it. So anyway, so if you keep seeing me do that, that's because it keeps going down. Are we reinventing ourselves? Are we swerving? That's the word that I use instead of using the P word, which is pivoting. I don't use that word. I use swerving. Are we swerving? What are we doing? Are we rotating? Are we turning, revolving, spinning, swiveling, twirling? Those are words that you can use instead of using a P word, just so, just so you know. So are we doing that stuff? Or oscillating? Are we, you know, oscillating like a fan? Are we oscillating? <laughs> we have to be doing something different, right? Are we doing anything different than what we did before? Um, right before the call, or right before, before the show, a friend called me. Um, she said she was... She had just recently lost her job within the hospitality. She was with a DMO. And um, 
she had been furloughed for, I guess, since March. She'd been furloughed since March and then just got the, the notice like on Friday that she had been, they had laid her off, right? Her and I think nine other people. So she started looking for jobs, not all within the hospitality industry, uh, some of them outside the industry. So she applied for a job. I can't remember what industry, but um, what she was telling me is that she, I don't know if she found a job on, you know, through LinkedIn, but she went to the site, whatever the site was, LinkedIn was just the, the platform to get to this particular job, but she ended up going to the site, the company site to apply. So she is. Uh, she went in, thought she was going to apply, or but it it only prompts you prompts you for certain things, right? I think she may be able to put in her maybe her resume, but you know, there's the application part. Well, it didn't allow her to to complete an application, uh, and then you know she thought she was done or she finished this process, and the next day, I think this was yesterday, the next day, which is today, this morning. She gets this notice that says, uh, thank you for your interest. Interest you have expressed in employment with XYZ Company. Your qualifications have been carefully reviewed. However, at the present time, no position is available to utilize your skills and experience. Your resume will be retained for a reasonable period of time. We'll be contacted in the event our employment needs should change. We also encourage you to visit our website as new become available. We appreciate your interest in our company and wish you success in your search for a suitable career position. Okay. She said she never even got to the point where she couldn't fill out an application, right? So are they scanning? Is it keyword search? I mean, I know how when you submit a resume these days, they look for keywords in there, right? Um, And so it's all automated. And she basically got this automated response but she never even applied for the job, right? And based on what the position was and based on what she does, um, she it was a sales position. She's a salesperson. I don't see why she would have gotten that response, right? So my question is, what's going on? And I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago where there's a lot of positions that are open that um, they've been open for a while. And... I mean, do we go back in and monitor those things and say, okay, if we've already filled this, we should take this off. Or if we're not even hiring for this position, it shouldn't even be there. So that goes for, I don't know if LinkedIn is doing it, if Indeed, H Career, SearchWide, whatever it is. And I mentioned those SearchWide, H Careers, and Indeed, because a lot of uh, hospitality jobs are on those sites. They utilize uh, those platforms to find positions. So there's this false sense of hope. And I keep mentioning that a false sense of hope of positions that are open that never get filled, right? Now, that's why a couple of weeks ago, my friend Natalie Finzi, who received a job, um, I don't even know if this job even was on. It probably was posted somewhere, but I I didn't see it. But um, she got a job, right? She actually did get a job, got hired, and she's working now. So she's been working about two or three weeks. So I brought it up two weeks in a row because... That's a success story because I've gotten so many responses that people have not got jobs. People just receive these these automated responses. I thank you, but no thank you. Uh, We'll keep your resume, blah, blah, blah. I understand there's a certain influx of people that are looking for jobs. I understand that. But at least say that, you know, there's a lot of people that are looking. We have to go through these things. There needs to be a little bit more. care, consideration, I don't know, or how they handle these things. And if the jobs are not available, take them down. Okay. So like I said, that goes for LinkedIn, Indeed, H Careers, um, SearchWide, whatever platform out there. We need to make sure, okay. And and if they're not, take them down. Doesn't make sense. And I, like I said, this girl was, she was ticked off. She was pissed off. Like, I can't believe I got this and blah, blah, blah. I said, that doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. But anyway, the best way to predict the future is to invent it. You can tell I'm on one today, right? But that's okay. I mean, because it's, I'm on it for a good reason. I just think that if I, I just remember back in the day when I was on property, if we didn't have a position open, it wasn't on H Careers or anything else. If it had been filled, I want to take this thing off because I don't want people, first of all, I don't want to keep getting resumes, right? 
So we have to make sure HR, whoever the heck is doing this stuff, we need to make sure we take it off. If we've already filled it, if we're not going to fill it, and that's fine, just take it down. People need to keep seeing the same things over and over again. I can go to H careers right now and see the same jobs I've seen for the last that they hiring those people? I don't know. Somebody call me and tell me because maybe I'm the one that's wrong here. Maybe I don't know what the heck I'm talking about. Anyway, contact information. Woo! You're getting, woo, boy, can you tell? Getting high and bothered. <laughs> anyway, contact information. How do you get a hold of Russell of Hotels? Russell at RussellofHotels.com. I'm on Twitter, uh, Russell of Hotels. I'm on IG, Russell of Hotels. LinkedIn, Russell L. Edmond. That is my real name. Um, Facebook, I have two pages, Russell L. Edmond and Russell of Hotels. And then I have a website as well, RussellofHotels.com. This show is live, right? So I can't say, well, no, cut, stop. Okay, we're going to redo this. No, it's a live show. So whatever I said, I made a mistake, I mispronounced something. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, we can't start it over. Okay. But after the show, it's a live show, but after the show becomes a podcast, which means you can go to, what is it? Um, your favorite podcast platforms and find on air with Russell of hotels, or you can go to the, the radio station because it is a radio station show as well. So it's a radio, Facebook live, uh, and zoom show. Okay. It's actually the number one Facebook live radio show, zoom show out there. Okay. It's the number one hospitality show out there. On Air with Russell Hotels is number one. Did you guys know that? Well, now you know. Um, but wherever you listen to your favorite podcast platform, you can go there and, and, and check out On Air with Russell of Hotels or go to latalkradio.com and you can see a picture of me. You can click on there. And if you just want to hear the audio, you don't want to see me with my you know hand gestures and all that stuff or see my face and my glasses that can be crooked. And you can just go to the audio section and then just check it out. Uh, sponsorship opportunities, of course, you can see right there, Origin Hotel. Just for people that, that can't see, um, I have a Zoom backdrop that has the Origin Hotel as a new partnership. And you can see the locations where the hotels are located, Colorado, Lexington, and Raleigh. And just go originhotel.com, book direct, 10 to 25% off. I've said that like three times already. See, that's what you get when you're a sponsor of the show, when you're in a partnership. So thank you, Amy Beardsley. Okay, I have to thank Amy every week. She gets a shout out every week because she's with Origin Hotel. One of my favorite people in the world, but she just happens to be with Origin Hotel, right? So thank you again for setting it up. Um, our feeder cities. I, I, I'm kind of tongue-tied. I failed to mention, you know, some of the feeder cities, you know, cities that people, the bulk of the people listen to our show. So um, listen to my show, not our show, my show. Um, LA, Orange County, Chicago, San Francisco, uh, NYC, New York, New York City, uh, Atlanta, out of the country, the Philippines, New Zealand, Australia, the UK, um, Bahamas, Jamaica, Barbados, Man, who would have thought? No, Vancouver, uh, Canada, uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. Forgot about that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, to omit you guys. Uh, what is the Russell of, the Russell of Hotels group? I do digital marketing via social media, help build your presence through videos, postings, etc. Radio show host, radio show host. <laughs> I interview today's hospitality professionals, not today, but most times I do. Uh, we talk about, you come on the show, ask you questions. I never tell you the questions, right? But they're about you, right? And who doesn't want to come on a show and talk about themselves? You can talk about you, your personal brand, your personal brand, your professional brand, what you do, how you got there, where you started, where you are now, where you help to go, where you hope to go. I mean, those are things that we ask, right? Those are things that I ask, and those are things that people are interested in hearing. You know, because there's always someone that's coming behind you, me, or whatever that wants to know, like, how did Russell get to where he is? Well, you don't want to know. But, you know, uh, there's there's always people that are, find, are following us, trying to emulate what we do. If we want it or not, there are people that do that. So that's why it's always important that you put out the right message, uh, be consistent in whatever you're putting out. And just come, I mean, you got to be a good person, you know, at least come across as being a good person, right? Because you don't want, like I said, you don't want putting out the wrong message to people. 
but remember, it's your brand. And if you want your brand to, to get sponsorships or partnerships or, you know, be respected in your, your whatever your respective industry is, uh, you have to do things the right way. At least, like I said, try to do things the right way. So, and I, hopefully that, that's what I do. Uh, I try to do the right thing and, you know, I try to dress appropriately. I don't just come on the show and with a hat on and, and t-shirt. I mean, I, I want to look appropriate because I don't know who's watching the show or who's watching me. I did this um, kind of seminar for some young ladies who were doing their own podcasts and things like that. And I made, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I look presentable because like I said, they don't, they don't know me other than, you know, what their instructor was telling them, the person that's in charge of their, their, um, their program. Um, so they didn't know me. So, I mean, you got one chance sometimes to make a good impression. And I want to make sure that, you know, I, I come across as being, pre, you know, presentable, professional. Uh, and if that means I got to put on a jacket for an hour, regardless if it's 90 degrees in this house, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You have to do it. You just have to do it. 90 minutes is not, I mean, an hour is not that big a deal to, to burn up. Okay. So ain't the end of the world. So I put my jacket on, put my pocket scarf. I don't wear a tie because I don't wear a tie for anybody. But, um, but anyway, that's what it, that's what you should do. That's how, that's how I do it. That doesn't mean because I do it, you should do it, but I'm just saying you want to present your brand in a positive light. So, um, and I got to do things better than the next person. Okay. That's just how I've always, thought of it that I need to do better than the next person. Whoever that next person is, I need to do better. So there you go. Who's on blast? No one's on blast today. Blast means who I have on the show. So anyone that's on the show, they're on blast, meaning they get blown up. They get to talk about their brand. They get to talk about themselves. And I'm going to do everything I can to 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 push them to another level. Uh, just like Origin Hotels. All right. They're on blast right now because they're um their advertising is writing back to me. Their promo spot is writing back to me. So I don't really have to mention them. You just see it, but I have to, but I'm going to mention it anyway. So I'm putting them on blast because I don't have a guest today. So Origin Hotel, you're on blast. So that's what on blast means, uh, which is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Collaboration and connecting of people. That's what Russell of Hotels does. We're all about coll- uh, collaborating. I collaborated and connected with the people at Origin Hotel. So that's why they became a sponsor because they, like the way I collaborate and connect. So that's what it's all about. So just think about your brand. I mean, are you collaborating? Are you connecting people? If not, you should be. And most brands are. I'm just throwing it out there. How's your brand staying relevant? What are you doing during this time to stay relevant? Are you doing your promotions like you should? Or have you forgotten about it? Well, if you forgot about it, you need to start doing it. Um, knowing what you know now, is there anything that you would do differently? Think about it. And these questions are for you. They're not for me, okay? I already know the questions. I already know how I would answer them. But these are questions that you should just think about. Number three, have you connected with anyone new? Have you reached out to people, especially hotel, DMO, CVB, hospitality people? Have you reached out um, and connected with anybody new? Maybe if you're a planner, have you called the hotel? And I said call the hotel. I didn't say email. Because one of the the sad things about what's going on now is that people have lost their jobs. People have been furloughed. They've been laid off. We don't know who's still there, right? So unless you're unless you were in constant communication with the, with this particular hotel, this particular company, this brand, or whatever, you don't know. So pick up the phone, call, and say, "Hey, can I speak with Russell Edmond?" Russell Edmond's no longer here. Well, who is in charge now? I'm trying to book this uh, meeting for 2022. Um, and I need to follow up with a contract that I need. Well, then now you know, okay, oh, Bill Smith handles that account now or, or is handling what Russell used to do. Now that way, you at least you know, right? But emailing and not getting responses, because I hear this all the time. Oh, I emailed so-and-so. He must not be there anymore. Well, did you call? Oh, I didn't think about that. Well, pick up the phone. We get so tied up in this emailing, texting. We don't want to talk to anybody. Well, guess what? During this time, you need to. You need to reconnect. And that means pick up the phone and call and at least see if those people are still there. If they're not there, who's in charge? And that way you can, what's their email address? Because you know it's going to end up there anyway. But at least you made the and received their email or their preferred way of to contact. So there you go. So just make sure we're connecting with people. 
what has this situation taught you? You know, this whole COVID thing, what has it taught you? I don't know. I mean, that question's for you. I have no idea. I couldn't answer that question. Yeah, I couldn't, but the question's for you. Thank you again to Amy Beardsley, Origin Hotel, Red Rock, which is in Golden, Colorado, right side up, right outside of Denver. Um, they're soon to open up. Um, thank you to Kat Von B, a.k.a. The Traveling Greek. She was our guest last week. She came on and talked about, um, she stayed at a three, four, and a five-star hotel in Orange County, and she gave us what she thought of the service, you know, amid this whole COVID thing. So she's, she stayed right in the middle of COVID. And basically, you know, what was open? Are the restaurants open? Um, bars open? And then and I think a couple of hotels, Paseo, Pasea Hotel in uh, Huntington Beach. That's one of the hotels she went to and she raved about that particular hotel. Um, so if you think about going to Paseo, go check it out. Cause Kat Von B, Traveling Greek, you know, she basically does luxury travel mainly in Europe and well, specifically Greece. Uh, hence the name the traveling Greek. I mean, she happens to be Greek and she spends a lot of time in Greece. In fact, she used to spend like six months out of the year there uh, doing marketing for a lot of luxury Greek properties. Uh, well, that has basically expanded for her where she does it uh, throughout Europe now. So she's like this marketing person. In fact, I met her a couple of years ago at this um, Travel Massive, which is um, an organization that you know, bloggers and content creators attend. Um, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a content creator. I'm a blogger for the most part. And I attended and that's where I met her. So I met a lot of good people that do something similar to her. And a lot of them, they do, they do things, not just in the United States, they do things internationally. This is their home base, but they just work internationally. Of course, a lot of those people have not doing anything because of the COVID thing, but Kat Von B, because she had other things that she was doing, she had diversified, you know, some of the things that she did. She didn't do all hospitality, which means she's still busy. She's still working. So she's one of the lucky ones. So she was able to swerve and do other things. So that's, if we can get anything from Kat Von B, you know, let's make sure that we put ourselves in a position to swerve. If one thing's not working, we can go to something else. So she didn't put all her eggs in one basket. So Shout out to her. Shout out to Blythe, California. That's where I'm from, right? I always want to give them a shout out because they're always a hot spot in California or in the nation, not just in California, in the nation. But today they're only going to be like 109 degrees. And I think for the next week or so, uh, no, I'm sorry. Today they're going to be 97 degrees. Throughout the week, the highest they're going to get is 109. So, you know, before they're getting 117, 118, 119, 120. Uh, but, um, Today, 97, the rest of the week, not over 109. So way to go, boy. All right. Makes me want to go there. <laughs> Shout out to Victor Simmons, VP of HR and Diversity and Inclusion. Did I say that right? He's Victor Simmons, Vice President of Human Resources and Diversity, Diversity and Inclusion for Ace Hotels. They're based out of New York. I think Ace has about 16 hotels nationwide, worldwide. Uh, still soon to be more. They're up and coming and they're building more as we speak. They have one here in downtown LA next to a theater. I think a lot of them are next to like theaters and things like that. Um, but he shares some good information that has to do with diversity and inclusion um, on LinkedIn. So if you don't follow Victor Simmons on LinkedIn, I think you should. Victor Simmons, S-I-M-M-O-N-S. Uh, go ahead and follow him and send him a note and say, Russell of Hotels sent me. Okay, just do that. But um, but I want to thank just Victor for you know putting that information out there because it is about the United States is about diversity. It should be an inclusion. No one should be left out, right? So Victor is about championing that cause or our cause. So we want to make sure that I support him. I mean, I went to school with Victor. Okay, went to we were rival. I was gonna say we were rivals in high school. We both played football, right? Rivals mean, you know, you're evenly matched and, you know, from game to game, you don't know if they're going to beat you or you're going to beat them. Well, no, that wasn't the case. They were like the bully, right? So they whooped us like we stole something. They beat us every day and twice on Sunday. Let's put it like that. So he went to Indio High and went to Palo Verde High, which is in Blythe, right? So um, they weren't rivals. Um, they were a team that whipped the, the stew out of us every time we played them. 
Uh, and then we ended up going to junior college together, which was College of the Desert. And we became good friends. We ended up going to Cal Poly together. We graduated together. And guess what? We both went into hospitality management. Out of the three people, three black people in the program, me, it was me and Victor. We were two of them. <laughs> so, you know, it doesn't um, surprise me that he would go into HR and di- diversity and inclusion. Because, you know, coming from where we came from, with not a lot of representation, it's important that everyone has a seat at the table, right? So, and and the funny thing, well, not funny, but ironic, is that I went back to Cal Poly maybe, was it earlier this year or, or late last year? No, it, was like, it had to be last year. Um, and the program has not gotten that much better. Okay, maybe it's maybe grown by, and I, what I mean by that is, as far as African represented representation from African Americans in that program, there's probably maybe it was three when I came through the program. It may be five now. Okay, is that changed? And it's been over twenty years. Okay, so let's just say that it's been over twenty years. So you talk about diversification and inclusion. Um, Cal Poly, you need to up your game. Um, but, you know, part of it, and I'm not going to say it's all, you know, I'm going to say this. A lot of people don't even know that major even exists. The hospitality management position, uh, um, um, the degree program, Collins College of, of Hospitality Management. A lot of people don't even know what it even stands for. So maybe you're not doing a good enough job of, of selling it or promoting it or putting it out there. You know what I mean? So people don't know what they don't know. So if you don't know that what this what this degree will get you or what the purpose of this degree is, um, then there's a problem right there. That's where it starts, right? So if you don't even know, then how are you going to get people to even come in? That's not just black people; that's everybody. Okay, if they don't know what it is, they don't know what it is. If they never heard of it, um, then we need to do more. We need to do we need to do better. Is what it comes down to. So anyway. Enough of that, right? But hey, I'm not afraid to jump on this topic if I have to. Introduction of today's topic. This has to do, and it's not going to take long because I only got a couple minutes left. That's that's how I do, right? I, I start talking, and next thing I know, it's 1:42. So anyway, introduction of today's topic. So this has to do with social media usage. Social social media usage is up nearly seven minutes over 2019 during the same period. What should your marketing strat- strategy be moving forward. Now, I talked about this a little while ago, that you should be doing something. If you know that people are spending seven more minutes on social media, shouldn't you change your strategy to say, hey, we need to put some stuff on social media. We need to do that now, right? Um, especially your, your whole, t- and this goes for this goes for every industry. It's not just for the hosp- hospitality industry, but because that's where I'm from, that's where I'm going to lean on. That's where I'm going to Put in the forefront, the HR, the, the the hospitality management position. You know that's what I'm going to put in front, right? Or hospitality industry. I don't know where that position came from, but anyway. But I have five methods travel brands can take to re-engage their audience. Use authentic, reassuring messaging. Putting out positive, uplifting content that tells a story, whether through a brand post with captive images, text, or video, or virtual event, a chat app, or an influencer partnership can help remind people that while at the moment travel may not be what it once was, hotels, airlines, and destinations will be there when you're ready to travel again. So we need to make sure that we're putting that stuff out there. Use authentic messaging, reassuring that, we start, that we're open, right? That, I mentioned that a little while ago. Are we even open? FOMO, create the FOMO, right? Videos work. Okay, everything, anything you post is going to work, but video, I think, works a lot better, okay? And if you can throw a vir- virtual event out there and see, and so people can get an idea what virtual event look like or virtual um, virtual tours, virtual site inspections, whatever it is, that's going to get people hyped up to go back and, and want to travel again, right? That, I mean, it's all about the FOMO. Leverage creatives, creatives, I say leverage creators and influencers. I'm an influencer, okay? So I I can be. Kat Von B is an influencer. 
Influencers have had to shift the way they talk about travel and the trips they typically take due to the pandemic. So, you know, no one's throwing it out there like, oh, I've been traveling here and this and that because a lot of people aren't traveling anymore. But if done the right way and expressed in the right tone, partnering with content creators and influencers that that align with a brand's value can still be effective in creating the authentic messaging described above. So just make sure when we're doing this, we have to be sure, you know, we we, we got to be cognizant of what's going on, meaning um, everyone's not able to travel. So we got to be kind of delicate on the messages that we're sending. But we still have to do something, right? We just can't sit back um, because some of the world is not traveling that we say, and we're open. And we know here in the U.S. that people are getting back to you know, doing things. I mean, uh, a good indication was just this past weekend. Okay. People are getting out. People are doing what they do. Um, people are traveling. People in the U S are traveling more locally. Uh, there's, you know, local packages, there's regional packages, um, you know, things like that. So we need to make sure that we're u- utilizing, you know, people like myself, origin hotel, prime example. Okay. They use the influencer to, to help them put out the new partnership. Well, I happen to be, the the influencer or the partnership, right? I'm Russell of Hotels, right? So we partner together to make sure that people know that Origin Hotels are first, they're open, what they're about. Are there any discounts? How do I book? Okay, those are things that we're doing. And we're putting that first and foremost, we're putting that out there, right? So you have to make sure that you're putting your brand out there, right? And we're not doing anything to, you know, slap people in the face, oh, you know, or we're open and you're not. But it's about if you're open, people need to know that you're open. Okay. And you can, there's a way you can do it uh, and still be tasteful. And it can still be tastefully done. Okay. Or professionally done. Think about local, regional, and global strategies. COVID 19 case statistics and travel spending and booking data. uh, Wait a minute. Let me read that again. COVID 19 cases, statistics, and travel spending and booking data each show that different areas throughout the world are facing their own individual challenges around reopenings and lockdowns. Travel brands need to be sensitive to the to their distinct situations of audiences in different areas and should strategize their messaging and marketing plans accordingly. So just make sure you're being, like I said, being sensitive when you're sending things out, right? I mean, regional, global, however you're doing it, make sure you're being sensitive to everybody. But bottom line is, like I said a while ago, if you're open or you're reopening, you need to put it out there, okay? That's because at the end of the day, who's responsible for your ROI? And who only cares about your ROI? The owner of your hotel or who in charge of your DMO or whatever. Uh, and this is a good time for DMOs to do the same kind of strategy to make sure, you know, that people know that, yeah, this destination is still open or we're doing this when you're ready to. And it can be something as easy as we're here when you're ready. One one DMO that, that does a great job that I've been seeing is Anaheim. You know, when you're ready to to book, we're ready to receive you or whatever. The heck. I'm not sure what their messaging is, but I always see them. And maybe that's because I'm in Southern California. I don't know but I follow a lot of DMOs on social media and Anaheim does a great job of, of getting that out there. Okay. So just FYI, you think about booking Anaheim is out there. So Marilis, you know, and her gang junior and his gang, you know, I appreciate you guys doing that because, you know, if it's in my face, I'm going to talk about it. Right. So the, and that's what it's all about. If your brand is in someone's face, that means you're doing a good job, right? They're not over the top with things. They're just basically saying, hey, when you're ready to travel, when you're ready to book, we're here waiting for you. So kudos to, like I said, Junior and Marilis. Those are two people I know there. So that's why I mentioned <laughs> mention their names. OK, I love those two people. Right. They're great people. So anyway, um, curate through automation and machine learning when striving to ensure the right message messages are reaching the right people. Marketing against demographics and locales has its limitations. Instead, integrating machine learning technologies can help relevant audiences discover the brand at the right time and at the right, at the best price. Using serial algorithms and predictive analytics, machine learning analyzes countless data to predict 
which people are most likely to respond to an ad and pass that information to automated systems to place that. So basically, this is all about automation. You know, when you start doing things via social media, they give you a lot of analytics, right? But you have to be able to analyze the data that you're getting and in order for your technology to, you know, to, to, to be in front of the right people. So, and that goes with your demographics. That goes with all the information that you gather from people. You know, they, everyone gets put into a, a bucket or everybody is a persona. So what persona are you trying to reach? And if you're not reaching the right person, then you need to recalibrate, if you will, the data that you have in order to get to the right people. So, so make sure you're curating through automation and machine learning. And most DMOs or whatever, they have companies that they deal with that. That's not something you just do on the fly. That's something that, you know, you need to hire an organization, a company, you know, for your SEO and, and all these kind of things to make sure everything is in place or everything is working the right way in order to analyze that data. Next one, create customer delight with a seamless and frictionless purchasing experience. Oh, it's getting hot in here. It's a good thing I only got a couple minutes left. So like I said, the last one is create customer delight with a seamless and frictionless purchasing experience with discovering and booking more intertwined with discovery and booking more intertwined than ever. Travel brands need to invest in crafting seamless cross channel user experiences if they want to build and sustain loyalty and generate repeat bookings. Sweating the details and finding new ways to spark delight within the customer journey can turn e-commerce into a serendipitous uh, experience. Ultimately, booking a trip should be as joyful and as satisfying as the initial moment of discovery. So make sure we're creating this experience, you know, through your posting. If that's pictures of, of other people doing things, FOMO. If that's, you know, if that's doing things, if that's food or whatever, whatever your destination has to to offer. I mean, those are things you need to do because you need to because people, they buy based on what they're seeing. Right. Or based on they, what they, they see people doing. Right. That's when people start buying. And the it's, oh, it always comes. You got to be consistent in your message and you got to be consistent in your postings because people remember the last posting. OK, they don't remember the first one. Well, who was that? Who was that first one? But if I put the Origin Hotel, if they saw the Marriott, the Hilton, you know, you know, two days ago, and then all of a sudden they see the Origin Hotel, and it's in the same destination that they're trying to go, right? Well, guess which hotel they're going to remember? They're going to remember the last one they saw, right? So if they saw the la- the Origin Hotel um, as the last brand that they saw, last hotel brand, were they more likely to book? At least they're going to look into it, right? If they, if they, because a lot of people, oh, okay, well, I'm a Marriott member, I'm a Hilton Rewards or whatever, you know, why would I stay at an independent hotel? Well, then that's where the Origin Hotel, you know, they, they need to up their game as far as what are they doing that the Marriott's not doing? You know, having a beer garden, you know, being next to the mountains. I mean, these are things that, you know, they're doing, and it's a, it's a boutique hotel, which means, you know, you have more of a personalized experience. It's not your cookie cutter. It's, it's original. Each origin hotel looks totally different than the other. They have different services. I mean, those I can go on and on and on. I don't even work for origin, but I know about it, right? So that's what it's about. It's about putting that passion into what you're typing for that posting. That's what it's about. That's what turns people, because I'm gonna tell you this right now. The 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 normal way we used to advertise before this COVID thing is out the door. Okay. Marriott, Hilton, all of them know that, right? So they're gonna have to be a little bit more creative about what they do. But the origin hotels of the world, you know, your independence, this is their time to, to rise up from the from the ashes, right? And um and and do some things that are exciting, right? Do things that other hotel companies can't do because they're so darn conservative, right? Origin hotels, I mean, they can they 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 got me, they partnered with me. Okay, so that's one thing that, that shows a lot right there. They partnered with the Russell Hotels, right? to get their message out, to get their brand out. And that's, that's a good thing. So, excuse me. So we have to do things that we weren't doing before. Okay. Because before COVID, you know, the advertising we're doing and then now or right in the middle of COVID and then post COVID is going to be totally different. Right. So, so we need to make sure we're doing things that we weren't doing before 
We need to make sure we're reaching people we weren't reaching before. Um, we need to make sure that we're looking at, because like I said, at the end of the day, it comes down to that ROI. And if we're not doing anything, we're not doing, we're not getting the ROI to our owners because that's at the end of the day, that's what they look, that's what they look at. Okay. Return on investment. Are we doing everything we can amid what's going on to make things happen, to make sure we're getting guests to come into our hotel? I mean, that's what it's all about. And as a marketing person, that's my whole thing. That's what I look for. I mean, how do I entice people to come in? When I had a, when I was, you know, a director of sales and marketing at a hotel or a general manager, your job is to make sure there's people coming in. If I got to build up my pipeline of people coming in, that's what you have to do, right? So Origin Hotels, not because they're my partner and things like that, but, you know, kudos to them for thinking outside of the, the COVID box, okay? They're out there and, and that's a good thing, okay? So a lot of other brands are not doing that, but that's okay. I mean, because, like I said, I always look at what your competition is doing. What your competition is not doing, then do it. That makes sense? If your competition is not doing it, maybe you should be doing it. So before you start doing my advice, and I'm about to sign off here because we only got four minutes left. See, that's what I'm talking about. I start talking, and next thing I know, it's four minutes left, and it's time to get off. I mean, I can do this show for two hours. Would anybody listen? I don't know, but I can do it for two hours. But just remember, do things that, your competition not doing and but look at what your competition is doing before you come up with your strategy for what you think you should be doing okay because if you don't even know what your competition is doing how do you know where to even start okay so that's my advice look at your competition and do something totally different think outside the box independent hotels i think this is a great time to be independent hotel because we all starting out the same level okay so there you go but anyway, so thank you so much for joining on air with Russell of Hotels. Um, I hope I, I got a little agitated, a little fired up, but that's okay, right? And first of all, it's warm here, so I needed to, right? And uh, and I had a lot of stuff to get off, not necessarily get off my chest, but there's always things that we need to talk about, and sometimes we don't, we're afraid to talk about it, um, whatever that is. But I'm passionate about the hotel industry. Um, it, 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 you know, I hate that. You know, things that have happened, uh, people have lost their jobs, but I'm happy for people that have got new jobs and I'm happy for the, ho- the you know, the, some of the hotels that have, that have reopened. Um, you know, that's a sign of things to come, but we do need to get out and travel. Um, hotels, if you're open, we need to create some FOMO, which stands for um, fear of missing out, meaning we need people to see that we're open and people having a good time or whatever that looks like. OK, because there are people that want to travel. We're in the U.S. and we need to. We can't do a lot of outside of U.S. travel, so we might as well do a good job of doing local, regional travel, drive markets, things like that. So I'm looking for more hotels that do more of that. You know, more leisure stuff. You know, the Santa Barbara's, the the Palm Springs, the San Diego's, the L.A.'s. If you're for you know people that are outside of those areas, the Bay Area. So you know whatever area or whatever region you're in, I'm mentioning those regions because I'm in Southern California. I'm in LA, just in case you didn't know. So of course I'm going to reference those places. But if you're outside, you know Atlanta, you need to book, you need to advertise to people outside of Atlanta. You know the outlying areas if you want people to come in. So those are things that we need to do, and we need to be creative about how we do it. And if you have questions at all. Russell Hotels is a resource. Give Russell Hotels a call. And I gave you information. But anyway, we're wrapping up here. Thank you again for joining on air with Russell Hotels. Thank you again. We'll see you next Tuesday for show number 74. And have a great week. And remember, it's Taco Tuesday somewhere. So, you know, get some non-meat eats. Take care. Peace. And thank you. Thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. Please tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. as we talk to other hospitality professionals at russell at russellofhotels.com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, try not to be a person of success, rather become a person of value.